Hare Krishna, welcome to this episode of Bhagavad Gita. Uh, today's topic is chapter 3, verse 43. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupaha Kadamahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Guru Nvaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathan Vitam Tamsajeevam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dina Bandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrinda Vaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhyayevacha Patitanam Bhavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namon Namaha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishthaya Bhutale Shrimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Welcome to this episode of the Bhagavad Gita. Today's topic is chapter 3, text 43. The last verse of this chapter. Let's chant word to word. Chant with me. Evam Buddhe Param Buddha Samstabhya Atmanam Atmana Jahi Shatrum Mahabaho Kamarupam Durasadam Evam Buddhe Param Buddha Samstabhyatmanamatmana Jahishatrum Mahabaho Kamarupam Durasadam Evam Buddhe Param Buddha Samstabhyatmanamatmana Jahishatrum Mahabaho Kamarupam Durasadam Evam Buddhe Param Buddha 
ಸಂಸ್ತಭ್ಯಾತ್ಮಾನಮಾತ್ಮನಾಹಿಶತ್ರುಮಹಾಬಾಹೋ ಪರಂ ಸುಪೀರಿಯರ್ ಬುಧ್ವಾ ನೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಸಂಸ್ತಭ್ಯ ಪೈ ಸ್ಟೆರಿಂಗ್ ನಾಟ್ ಸ್ಟಡಿಂಗ್ ಸ್ಟೆಡಿಂಗ್ ಆತ್ಮಾನಂ ದ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಆತ್ಮನ ಬೈ ಡೆಲಿಬರೇಟ್ ಇಂಟೆಲಿಜೆನ್ಸ್ ಜಹಿ ಕೌಂಕರ್ ಶತ್ರುಂ ದಿ ಎನಿಮಿ ಮಹಾಬಾಹೋ ಓ ಮೈಟಿ ಆಮ್ಡ್ ಒನ್ ಕಾಮರೂಪಂ ಇನ್ ದ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಆಫ್ ಲಸ್ಟ್ ದುರಾಸದಂ ಫಾರ್ಮಿಡಬಲ್ Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai. Translation, thus knowing oneself to be transcendental to the material senses, mind and intelligence, O mighty armed Arjuna, one should steady the mind by deliberate, deliberate spiritual intelligence, Krishna consciousness, and thus by spiritual strength conquer this insatiable enemy known as lust. so you can see here in the words in the sanskrit atmanam atmana you see atmanam is translated as the mind atmana means by intelligence actually atma can be translated as either body mind intelligence or soul or sometimes even super soul so <clears throat> depending on the context so all these can can also be called as atma so again which atma means which which of these are being referred to that again we have to understand from the bona fide spiritual master because the context here from the previous verse if we see then we can understand the context so that's why just by knowing sanskrit it's not enough to understand bhagavad gita we should know because each word can have many many meanings and which meaning actually applies to the translation and that that is only revealed by the pure devotee see unless one is a devotee he cannot really translate bhagavad gita as it is purport this third chapter of the bhagavad gita is conclusively directive to krishna consciousness by knowing oneself as the eternal servitor of the supreme personality of godhead without considering impersonal voidness the ultimate end so krishna consciousness in fact in the beginning of this chapter itself the whole cycle of sacrifices mention how uh, the supreme lord ಯಜ್ಞಾರ್ಥಾತ್ ಕರ್ಮಣೋನ್ಯತ್ರ ಒನ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಟು ಪರ್ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಆಕ್ಟಿವಿಟೀಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ದ ಸ್ಯಾಟಿಸ್ಫ್ಯಾಕ್ಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ಯಜ್ಞಪುರುಷ ವಿಚ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಸುಪ್ರೀಂ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ದಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಮೆನ್ಷನ್ ವೆರಿ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪ್ಲಿಸಿಟ್ಲಿ ಸೊ ದರ್ ಇಸ್ ನೋ ಕ್ವೆಶನ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಂಪರ್ಸನಲಿಸಮ್ ಸೊ 
In the material existence of life, one is certainly influenced by propensities for lust and desire for dominating the resources of material nature. Desire for overlording for sense gratification is the greatest enemy of the conditioned soul. But by the strength of Krishna consciousness, one can control the material senses, the mind and the intelligence. One may not give up work and prescribe duties all of a sudden, but by gradually developing Krishna consciousness, one can be situated in a transcendental position without being influenced by the material senses and the mind, by steady intelligence directed toward one's pure identity. This is the sum total of this chapter. In the immature stage of material existence, philosophical speculations and artificial attempts to control the senses by the so-called practice of yogic postures can never help a man towards spiritual life. He must be trained in Krishna consciousness by higher intelligence. Thus end the Bhaktivedanta purports to the third chapter of the Srimad Bhagavad Gita in the matter of Karma Yoga or the discharge of one's prescribed duty in Krishna consciousness. You see here, <clears throat> see one may not give up work and prescribe duties all of a sudden, it's not possible also anyway. Um, but by gradually developing Krishna consciousness, one can be situated in a transcendental position without being influenced by the material senses and the mind, by steady intelligence directed toward one's pure identity. So this is um, explained in in a more clear way by Lord Brahma in the Srimad Bhagavatam. Okay, let's try to remember. You see, we cannot give up our prescribed duties or our work all of a sudden. So we know that ultimately we need to give up all material attachments, all karmic bondage, but we can't give it up immediately. So what we should do? So, Brahma, how to, here the, you see Prabhupada mentions, first thing is to not give up, but by gradually developing Krishna consciousness. And as our Krishna consciousness develops, then we can give up. Of course, we have to give up certain baseline sinful activities, like meat eating, illicit sex, gambling, intoxication. That gross sinful activities we have to give up and take to Krishna consciousness. And we can sustain that uh, giving up of those sinful activities by the strength that we derive from chanting. But then, even there are many other subtle uh, material attachments, more than that, apart from the sinful activities, the gross sinful activities, there are so many material attachments we need to give up. Basically, we have to come to the point where we are completely without even the slightest trace of material attachment. So, all that has to come. So, for that to come, we have to get the higher taste of Krishna Consciousness. Hmm. Then we can, as our Krishna Consciousness develops, then our material attachment wanes. First of all, before even we go to Lord Brahma's verse, here itself in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says this. You see, chapter 7, text 1. Shri Bhagavan Vacha Maya Saktamanaha Partha Yogam Yunjan Madashrayaha Asam Shayam Samagrammam 
यथाज्ञाश्रृणो The Supreme Personality of God had said, "Now hear, O son of Pritha, how by practicing yoga in full consciousness of Me, with mind attached to Me, you can know Me in full, free from doubt." So he is Maya Saktamana Partha. He is asking us to um, get attached to Him. Asakta means attachment. We have to get attached to Krishna in order to become. detached from material life there has to be yes to get effectively attached to krishna we have to give up the gross sinful activities but then after that our detachment from material attachments um will depend on our um attachment to krishna why we have to give up first the uh, the sinful activities because we are trying to ignite a fire and then pour water on it otherwise <clears throat> when we are trying to become spiritually you know more and more advanced and at the same time we want to you know commit sinful activities then it is like pouring water on the fire so we are trying to ignite the fire of krishna consciousness but we pour the water of materialistic sinful life so and krishna will never be happy we need to please krishna therefore we need to first give up all the sinful activities and then take to krishna consciousness and with that krishna even that giving up of sinful activity can be sustained by chanting otherwise we can't really give up and then as we chant more and more and you know do i mean perform activities in krishna consciousness more and more in devotional service then we can get the strength to uh, give up material attraction altogether so how to develop shrimad bhagavatam canto 10 chapter 14 text 3 gyane prayasam udapasya namanta eva jivanti sanmukharitam bhavadi avartam sthane sthitah shrutigatam tanuvan manobhir ये प्रायशोजित जितोप्यसित स्त्रीलोक्या दोज हुवन वाइल रिमेनिंग सिचुएटेड इन देर एस्टैब्लिश्ड सोशल पोजिशन थ्रो अवे द प्रोसेस ऑफ स्पेक्युलेटिव नॉलेज एंड विद देयर बॉडी वर्ड्स एंड माइंड ऑफर देयर रेस्पेक्ट्स ऑफर ऑल रेस्पेक्ट्स टू डिस्क्रिप्शन ऑफ योर पर्सनैलिटी एंड एक्टिविटीज dedicating their lives to these narrations which are vibrated by you personally and by your pure devotees certainly conquer your lordship although you are otherwise unconquerable by anyone within the three worlds so you see even while remaining situated in their established social position so this is sthane sthita we don't have to immediately change our position oh i have to take sanyas immediately no that is not possible like that we have to first of all increase our krishna consciousness the whole thing is about increasing krishna consciousness then detachment will follow hmm that is explained in 1.2.7 of shrimad bhagavatam vasudeve bhagavati bhakti yogah prayojitah janayatyashu vairagyam ज्ञानम चयदहैतुकम सी वी गेट टू थिंग्स व्हेन वी परफॉर्म डिवोशनल सर्विस 
by rendering devotional service under the personality of Godhead Sri Krishna, one immediately acquires causeless knowledge and detachment from the world. Two things. Causeless knowledge. What is causeless knowledge? That means we cannot get that knowledge from any cause in this material world. It has to be by the mercy of Krishna we can receive. Uh, that is Jnanam. Real knowledge is only gotten from the Supreme Source, Sri Krishna. That causeless knowledge and detachment we will get when we perform devotional service. Now you may say, no, but we need some knowledge, you know. We need to understand that we are the soul and, you know, um, Krishna is the supreme soul and we are his servants and parts and parcels and then only we can, you know, engage in Krishna consciousness service. So that knowledge is not speculative knowledge. So we, we can get that knowledge by hearing or by reading from pure devotee. That means that is also bhakti only. That is not the cultivation of knowledge in the sense that the speculative knowledge. With speculative knowledge, we can never go anywhere. With speculative knowledge, we can never come to the conclusion of devotional service. Uh, we cannot. That we have already studied so much in the Ishopanishad, in the Srimad Bhagavatam, in the Brahma Samhita. So there is so much evidence for that. That with just speculative uh, endeavor, we can never come to the conclusion of devotional service. We can only come to that when we get knowledge about Krishna through the process of hearing, which is again devotional service. Hearing, chanting, Shravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu, Smaranam. This is all devotional service. This is not um, like uh, speculative um, endeavor for knowledge. So it's different. So that devotional service, that hearing from proper authority, that is counted among devotional service and that will arouse the knowledge and also detachment. <clears throat> the only thing that we need to have is eagerness to hear from the authority. We cannot just listen to anybody and everybody. That will not help. We cannot be eager to just listen from whoever is speaking about it. No. We have to be eager about listening to it from the authoritative sources. That is important. Then there is causeless knowledge and detachment from the world. This is how we have to develop detachment. So, detachment cannot really come unless there is a superior attachment and that is the verse which we have seen many times, 2.59 of Bhagavad Gita. Vishaya vartante niraha rasavarjam rasopyasya param drishtva nivartate Though the embodied soul may be restricted from sense enjoyment, the taste for sense objects remains. But seizing such engagements by experiencing a higher taste, he is fixed in consciousness. See that? So the taste must go. It's not just to stop the sinful activities, but the taste for the sinful activities must go. And that is only possible when we have superior attachment. And that attachment, superior attachment, the higher taste is Krishna consciousness. And uh, yesterday we have seen that verse and... Vanajakshi Mataji, I think in the comments, she said, um, that is Malini Chanda, which is actually true. I, somehow I couldn't figure that out when I was seeing it. But after the session, I saw her comment. Um, actually, it is indeed Malini Chanda. <coughs> this verse. So, 
यामुनाचार्य यदवधिमचेत कृष्ण पादारविंदे नव नवरसधामुद्यतमसी तदवधिबत नारी संगमे स्मे मुख विकार सुष्ठु निष्ठीवनम सो दिस इज द एक्चुअल ट्यून फॉर दिस यस्टरडे आई वाज जस्ट समहाउ कुडंट फिगर आउट सो द ट्रांसलेशन सिंस माय माइंड हैज बीन एंगेज्ड इन द सर्विस ऑफ द लोटस फीट ऑफ लॉर्ड कृष्णा एंड आई हैव बीन एंजॉयिंग एन एवर न्यू ट्रांसेंडेंटल ह्यूमर दिस ह्यूमर इज प्लेजर मेलो रसा रसा इज द एक्चुअल संस्कृत वर्ड इट इज ट्रांसलेटेड हियर एज ह्यूमर because rasa is a very difficult word to translate into english because it's very subtle and the exact it has so many meanings in english if you try to put a synonym for that there are so many words that come but none of them are exactly depicting the word rasa anyway so that humor is is the is the mellow of relationship you know that that taste mm. <coughs> enjoying an ever new transcendental humor whenever i think of sex life with a woman my ta- my face at once turns from it and i spit at the thought so that is the highest pleasure of krishna consciousness ever new transcendental humor navanavarasadhamani udyatam rantumasit so he is getting ever new uh, what is that transcendental taste in service of krishna then he can give up the material sex life is you know the chief of uh, material happiness but there are so many the entire atmendriya priti vancha to desire to lord it over material nature that is lust any any form or any shape it comes in that is lust so all that one will have no interest when one is krishna conscious the superior taste so again this krishna consciousness is called buddhi yoga in second chapter krishna referred to it as buddhi yoga and this this today's verse also is about how to use our buddhi our intelligence to dominate the mind and the senses and that intelligence should become that strong by you know being in touch with the spiritual knowledge given by krishna only then we can have that strength of intelligence so this um whole buddhi yoga was explained in the second chapter but there is another verse which also explains the same thing which we have seen many times i think it's 22.16 madhya lila yeah you see this labdha buddhis buddhi means again intelligence having achieved having acquired this intelligence so you see <coughs> This is Madhilila 22.16, Chaitanya Charitamrita. Kama dhinam kati nakati dha palita durni deshas Tesham jata mahina karuna natra pano pashanti Utsrajyaita nathayadupate sampratam labdha buddhes Tvamayatah sharanam abhayam mamni yungshvatma dasye now sampratam labdha buddhis having awakened intelligence 
this buddhi oh my lord there is no limit to the unwanted orders of lusty desires although i have rendered these desires so much service they have not shown any mercy to me i have not been ashamed to serve them nor have i even desired to give them up oh my lord o oh head of the yadu dynasty recently however my intelligence has been awakened and now i am giving them up due to transcendental intelligence i now refuse to obey the unwanted orders of these desires and i now come to you to surrender myself at your fearless lotus feet kindly engage me in your personal service and save me now exactly what is today's verse so lusty desires are there and the lust is sitting on the senses mind and intelligence the strategic positions that we have seen in the 3.40 of bhagavad gita now so the intelligence has been kidnapped by you know these lusty desires and the intelligence is working against our favor now with transcendental transcendental knowledge the intelligence the real intelligence is awakened spiritual intelligence transcendental intelligence you know it's just like you know basically it's making the enemy into our friend transforming our enemy into our friend so it's like you know sometimes these stories when the the there is a very talented hacker and he hacks some government website or or you know some some forgery he does you know those notes bank notes and all that and when they get caught the government usually employs these kind of people provided of course they are of straight character and they can be reformed into government officials to oversee the piracy of these things or to check suppose some, somebody is an expert hacker then um and if he tries to do something you know um against the government or hacking the government's you know um cyber security whatever so then they try to when they cap when they when he gets found out and then they try sometimes i mean we have seen this kind of stories where the government tries to employ him um to check to strengthen the system so that other hackers cannot come in because he is so talented in hacking that this is called ethical hacking where the hacking is used to actually save the government website because he will go and test the system he will hack the system and see if there are any loopholes and then he will you know uh, suggest okay this needs to be uh, fixed that needs to be fixed so instead of taking advantage of the loophole and then going in and damaging the system he will advise the government like okay this is you know this is the problem so in that way his hacking skills are put to good use so that intelligence is there but it was misused and now it is put to good use so there is an exam that's that's a kind of example we need to turn our intelligence into a um, transcendental intelligence so instead of hacking our system with lust uh, it has to be you know turn around and act against that lust against that um, hacker the lust so that is how we need to um employ the intelligence so our real happiness is being hacked by this lust which is our greatest enemy and the lust is attacking you know the you know crucial points of our existence which is the senses mind and intelligence but then we have to wake up our transcendental awake you see he says here in this verse oh head of the dynasty however my intelligence has been awakened 
and now I am giving them up. How this intelligence is awakened? How it was awakened? Somebody woke us up. That is the Guru. That's why we chant this verse. Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Ajnanati Mirandhasya Jnana Anjana Shalakaya hmm. So he has, you know, uh, forcefully taken us out from Andhat, Andhasya, darkness of ignorance. Jnananjana uh, Shalakaya He has given us the knowledge and awakened us from the slumber of ignorance. Uttishthata, Jagrata, Prapta Varan Nibhodata, Kshurasadharan, Nishito Duratyaya, Durgam Pathastat, Kavayovadanti. So, this is the Veda's recommendation that we have to wake up, we cannot remain sleeping. Therefore, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's um, has been described to sing like this by Bhaktivinoda Thakur. He wrote, he wrote this song. Jeev Jago, Jeev Jago, Gaurachandra Bole, Kotanidra, Jao Maya, Pishachir Kole. How long you you going to sleep in the lap of the witch Maya? Wake up, wake up, sleeping soul, wake up. So, everybody is sleeping. Everybody is sleeping spiritually in this world. They are fast asleep. Although they were acting, they are all acting in the dreamlike condition of material existence. Nobody is actually awakened to their transcendental intelligence, their real intelligence. So, they have to be woken up. So, when he says this word, my intelligence has been awakened, has been awakened means by somebody else. Hmm. Not that I, I awoke my own transcendental intelligence. That does not work. It is not a DIY process. It has to be by the mercy of the pure devotee, Acharya who comes and awakens our intelligence. So, my intelligence has been awakened and now I am giving them up. So, with transcendental intelligence, then yes, we can give these up. We can get the uh, Jnanam and what is that? Uh, and Vairagyam. Uh, Vasudeva Bhagavati Bhakti Yoga Prayajata Janayati Ashu vairagyam jnanam chayad ahaitukam. Ahaitukam means causeless knowledge. So, causeless knowledge and detachment. That detachment will come by transcendental intelligence. You see, this is, this is the real thing. Now, let's go to another verse which describes this intelligence. In the seventh canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, 15th chapter, 45th verse. Yavan nirkaya rathamatma vashopakalpam dhatte garishtha charanarchanayani shatam jnana simachyuta balo dadhadasta shatru svananda tushta upashanta idam vijahyat. As long as one has to accept a material body with its different parts and paraphernalia, which are not fully under one's control, one must have the lotus feet of his superiors, namely his spiritual master and the spiritual master's predecessors. By their mercy, one can sharpen the sword of knowledge. 
and with the power of the Supreme Personality of Godhead's mercy, one must then conquer the enemies mentioned above. In this way, the devotee should be able to merge into his own transcendental bliss and then he may give up his body and resume his spiritual identity. See this. Very, very important verse. And in the purport, Prabhupada explains in great detail and we will look at the purport now. You know, actually, before we go here, we try to understand, you see, this knowledge is compared to the sword to cut the knots of attachment. But if the sword is not sharp, <laughs> it cannot cut. So you see, if you go to um, fourth chapter, I think it's about four, let's see, um, four dot third. T1 maybe? Let's see. The sacrifice performed in knowledge is better than mere sacrifice of material possessions. Okay, this is sport. Wait one second. Hmm. Here also it is mentioned. Okay, this is from the Bhagavatam. Um, okay, we can see this one also. 5.12.16 Tasman naro sanga susanga jata jnana sine haiva vivrikna moha harim tadiha kathana shrutabhyam labdha smritiryat yatip Simply by associating with exalted devotees, anyone can attain the perfection of knowledge and with the sword of knowledge can cut to pieces the illusory associations within this material world. Through the association of devotees, one can engage in the service of the Lord by hearing and chanting Shravanam Kirtanam. Thus, one can revive his dormant Krishna consciousness and sticking to the cultivation of Krishna consciousness, return home back to Godhead, even in this life. This is so nice, this verse. So, you see the... Ouch. So, the... Um, knowledge is, you know, translated as sword. So now, going back to that verse, 7.15.45... Purport in the Bhagavad Gita 4.9, the Lord says, Janma karma chame divyam mevam yo vetti tatvataha tyatva deham punar janman naitimame tisorjuna. One who knows the transcendental nature of my appearance and activities does not, upon leaving the body, take his birth again in, the mater- in this material world, but attains my eternal abode, O Arjuna. This is the highest perfection of life, and the human body is meant for this purpose. It is said in Srimad Bhagavatam 11.20.17 Nirdeha madhyam sulabham sudurlabham plavam sukalpam guru karnadharam mayanukulena nabhasvate ritam puman bhavabdhim nataretsa atmaham 
This human form of body is a most valuable boat and the spiritual master is the captain, Guru Karnadharam, to guide the boat in plying across the ocean, ocean of nations. The instruction of Krishna is a favorable breeze. One must use all these facilities to cross over the ocean of nations. Since the spiritual master is the captain, one must serve the spiritual master very sincerely so that by his mercy, one will be able to get the mercy of the Supreme Lord. Now, here comes the uh, more, uh, you know, the, the right at the root of the explanation. A significant word here is Achutabalaha. The spiritual master is certainly very merciful to his disciples. And consequently, by satisfying him, a devotee gets strength from the Supreme Personality of Godhead. We will pause here and go back. Okay. By satisfying the spiritual master, a devotee gets strength from the Supreme Personality of Godhead. We need strength. Hmm. See, go back to today's verse here. 3.43 You see, by spiritual strength, one should steady the mind by deliberate spiritual intelligence and thus, by spiritual strength, conquer this insatiable enemy known as lust. This is spiritual strength. How we will get? From transcendental intelligence. How we will get the transcendental intelligence? By hearing from the spiritual master. And not enough. By hearing from the spiritual master, we will get the sword. Now we have to sharpen that sword. Now that is explained here very nicely. Consequently, by satisfying him, a devotee gets strength from the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu therefore says, Guru Krishna Prasade Paya Bhakti Lata Bij. Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhilila, 19th chapter, 151st verse. One must first please the spiritual master and then one automatically pleases Krishna and gets the strength with which to cross the ocean of nations. If one seriously desires to return home back to Godhead, one must therefore become strong enough by pleasing the spiritual master. For thus one gets the weapon with which to conquer the enemy and one also gets the grace of Krishna. Simply getting the weapon of Jnana is insufficient. One must sharpen the weapon by serving the spiritual master and adhering to his instructions. This is so important. Oh. From here. Simply getting the weapon of jnana is insufficient. One must sharpen the weapon by serving the spiritual master and adhering to his instructions. You know, um, this is why, this is where one may fail. They say, you know, sometimes, you know, the, the Iskon Guru Vadis, you know, they say, you, you think Prabhupada is so... Uh, important that he could not even make one pure devotee. Again, this is the thing. He has given us the jnana. Now we have to sharpen that jnana by serving him. But if we don't serve his instructions, if we go against his instructions, how we will get the how we will get the strength? How we will become pure? We can't. So one must sharpen the weapon by serving the spiritual master and adhering to his instructions. And this depends on the disciple now. He has given this word. Now we it's up to us to sharpen it now.
So we have to serve, adhere to his instructions. So therefore, even sometimes even the so-called Ritvik Vadis, they think the Ritvik Prabhupada means following Prabhupada means just read his books and stay at home and that's it. No, 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 no. You have to follow the instructions. And to follow the instructions, you have to associate with devotees. At home, we cannot really follow the instructions to the letter. No, we can't do it. Uh, because we are our own spiritual master in the home, right? <laughs> nobody to watch us and nobody to correct us, nobody to guide us. We will not grow like that. Hmm. Of course, by, by reading Prabhupada's books, if one is absolutely 100% sincere, he can develop from there also. But still, he requires the association of devotees. And if we really want to follow Srila Prabhupada in what, and in what he said in the books, in the books he said we must associate with, associate with devotees, right? So many shlokas are, you know, referring to that. And therefore, Srila Prabhupada actually constructed temples and created associations of devotees everywhere. International Society for Krishna Consciousness. So why did he create that? So that every all devotees can congregate together and encourage each other. Because yes, Prabhupada's books are there. But when we see other devotees following Srila Prabhupada's instructions nicely, then we also get inspired. And in, in as a group, you know, as a as a you know team, then we can we get you know that synergy is much more. It is more than um, the sum total of individual parts. You know what synergy? Synergy means like one plus one is equal to two is normal maths, right? But synergy means there is an effect when we come together. The devotees come together. The the sum total of the energy of you know devotion energy is more than the sum of individual parts. 1 plus 1 is more than 2. Because the inspiration just, you know, it, it, it increases exponentially. It's not just, you know, linear addition, no. So, in the association of devotees, because Maya cannot touch. One stick, tick, easily broken. But 100 sticks, you know, very hard to break. So, Maya cannot break us if we all stay together. And of course, the center should be the Acharya's instructions, Srila Prabhupada's instructions. In that center, with that center, when we congregate together, that is so powerful. Therefore, association is important. And in the association, you know, then we can organize festivals and then we can, you know, serve the Lord in much more grander way and then also preach, effectively preach Krishna consciousness to others. Now, <clears throat> here, today, I mean, all these days we have been, you know, trying to do these live streams. Now, this wouldn't have been possible if there was no cooperation from other devotees. Next, deity worship is going on, cooking is going on, everything is still going on, all the temple services are going on. Therefore, we can sit down here and speak to you. So, it is not that just that, you know, um, just speak. No, all the services must go on and Krishna must be um, glorified. And unless in the association of devotees, we can't get the strength. Even reading Prabhupada's books also, we, if we alone, you know, easily we will fall back into Maya. So, we must adhere to the instructions. This is, this is the most important thing. Mm. If we don't do this, see, we will come back here. We will go to this verse here. 5.8.8 this is actually not like a verse, it's like a prose, but it is good to see the Sanskrit because you see here what happens. 
तस्वाणक उच्छर्तस्कृतनिजाभिमस्याहरहस्तोषण पालन लालन प्रीणन अनुध्यानात्मनिया सह यदयश कतिपयनागणेन विुज्यम किल सर्वोदसन इसी तत्षण पालन लालन प्रीणन अनुध्यान आत्मनियमासी नौ दिस इज इन कंसर्न दिस इज कंसर्निंग द भरत महाराज वेन ही वॉज इन द फॉरेस्ट इसी ही गॉट ही गेव अप हिज फैमिली एंड किंगडम लाइक यू नो स्टूल इन द टॉयलेट बोल you know like completely rejected with absolutely no attachment but then after all that you know it's like being saved from an ocean and then got i mean drowned into a puddle you know like that he he got attached to a um, deer see gradually maharaj bharat became very affectionate toward the deer he began to raise it and maintain it by giving it grass he was always careful to protect it from the attacks of the, tigers and other animals when it itched he petted it and in this way he always tried to keep it in a keep it in a comfortable condition he sometimes kissed it out of love being attached to raising the deer maharaj bharat forgot the rules and regulations for advancement of spiritual life and he gradually forgot to worship the supreme personality of godhead after a few days he forgot everything about his spiritual advancement look at this you see the, the all the words तत्षण पालन लालन प्रीणन अनुध्यान आत्मनियमासी पोषण मीन मेन्टेनिंग दट काफ पालन मीन प्रोटेक्टिंग फ्रम डेजर्स लालन मीन रेजिंग इट और शोइंग लव टू इट बै किसिंग एंड सो आन प्रीणन मीन पेटिंग इट इन लव सी ऑल दीज थिंग्स इज यू नो ऑल दीज अहर अह 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 टूगेदर इट अहर अह एव्री डे हिज डूइंग दिस कृतनिज अभिमान and that attachment if it is not for krishna it is causing danger because if we are getting attached to a hamster or a dog or anything then you know we get you know very attached to that and we are creating this impression unnecessarily we are creating these impressions in our mind about these animals then what happens our attachment for them grows and then we are running the risk of remembering the animal at the time of death and that's what happened to bharat maharaj he remembered the deer at the end of life and then next life deer why i mean so much spiritual advancement he had made but he lost it just because of the attachment to the deer so we should not be unnecessarily attached to all these things <clears throat> see how it we'll read it again you know it's so very imperceptible when it happens it happens in 
increments, slow increments, very small increments, we hardly notice the difference. Maya is so very clever. I mean, she's Durga, you know, she knows exactly how to serve the Lord. Her service to the Lord is put these people in ignorance. And these people are don't want, they don't want to serve me. All right, you know, um, put them under illusion. So, illusion. If you do something very drastic, you know, you you uh, something is wrong. You can easily identify. So therefore, she is so cunning that she will just slowly by slowly, imperceptibly, without even our knowing, our attachment to Krishna transforms into attachment for material affection. Bharat Maharaj started off so high level, but you see what happened. Gradually, Maharaj Bharat became very affectionate toward the deer. He began to raise it and maintain it by giving it grass. He was always careful to protect it from the attacks of tigers and other animals. When it itched, he petted it. And in this way, he always tried to keep it in a comfortable condition. He sometimes kissed it out of love. Being attached to raising the deer, Maharaj Maharaj Bharat forgot the rules and regulations for the advancement of spiritual life. His priorities changed. And he gradually forgot to worship the Supreme Personality of Godhead. After a few days, he forgot everything about his spiritual advancement. You know, one other thing here that Prabhu was showing me, Sundagopal Prabhu was showing me, we will try to take that out, that he did not, when he was going into this attachment mode, he did not consult his spiritual master. That is a mistake he has done. Of course, he was alone. How to consult a spiritual master? No. Like Vyasadeva, for example, he, when he felt something wrong, you know, because after writing all the Vedic literatures, he was not feeling happy about it. He wrote so much Vedas, Upanishads, this and that, but he was not happy. It was th- something was missing. So, when he was thinking like this, Narad Muni came. So, he consulted the spiritual master. So, when there is a doubt, the spiritual master will help, even though he may not be physically around. He will help. How did Naradmani know that Vyasadeva was in confusion? How did he appear? Because Vyasadeva was thinking how to how to solve this problem and he was meditating on the spiritual master and the spiritual master helped. Naradmani actually came. Of course, we are not saying that you know if you have any doubt and Prabhupada will just come in the dream. Anybody can make up these stories nowadays, you know. So he may come, I am not saying he cannot come, but we should not like you know. Uh, you know, make this into a cheap thing, you know, we can't, I mean, we can bluff, but it's not about bluffing now, we have to be honest, Prabhupada, usually, the majority of times, he directs by, when we read his books, when we read his books, if our mind is supposed disturbed by something, it can be anything in this material world, and if it is disturbed, when we read, when we just keep to the habit of reading his books every day, as we sit on when we keep to that habit, then we will definitely receive some instruction from Prabhupada while we are reading this book. Or when we are hearing from the classes of the devotees, you know, when he's of course the classes must be on 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 the basis of Prabhupada's books only, then we can get something there. You know, you know, the answer to what we were looking for will be there. So this is very true, especially when you read Prabhupada's books, you know, that answer 
when you are worried about something or whether something is unanswered or some you know when it goes like that you will get the answer from prabhupada while reading his books so we have to consult we have to have that you know when we are when our mind is going astray from krishna consciousness something is disturbing our consciousness krishna consciousness so we have to introspect if something is wrong with me and we have to consult advanced devotees if if it available if available and otherwise i mean even even consult advanced devotees and on the top of that also pray to shri prabhupada for giving the strength so that we can handle our mind it's basically our mind our mind our intelligence problem is not elsewhere because if the problem was actually outside a devotee would also notice it but a devotee vishwam purna sukhayate for him there is no problem even in this material world why because actually the problem is not outside the problem is always inside our mind our mind our intelligence our senses are the real problems because of the lust the enemy that has taken us over so that is the real problem and because of that we judge circumstances as favorable and unfavorable but actually there is no such thing as unfavorable circumstance in the progress of devotional service ahaituki apratihata there is no material condition that can check the progress of our spiritual advancement as long as we are determined to execute devotional service no matter what circumstance may come it will we will not be disturbed gurunaapi vicharyate 6 chapter 6 text 22 yam labdha yam labdha chaparam labham manyate na adhikam tata then sthitosmi gata sandeha no that is that is 18.73 no um what is that um i'm mixing up two verses okay let's see here yam labdha chaparam manyate yasmin sthito yam yasmin sthito na dukhena guruna api vicharyate even the greatest uh, situation or uh, turmoil will not hamper the not just hamper will not even slightly shake there will not be even a slightest tremor in one's devotional uh, consciousness in one's krishna consciousness he will not be in the faith in, in krishna consciousness he will not even have the slightest tremor if one is fixed in krishna consciousness so you see we will go to that the consulting of the spiritual master now this is what i actually wanted to show you from this we can understand how we have to be very cautious in executing our spiritual duties by observing the rules and regulations and regularly chanting the hari krishna mahamantra if we neglect doing this we will eventually fall down we must rise early in the morning bathe attend mangalarati worship the deities chant the hari krishna mantra study the vedic literatures and follow all the rules prescribed by the acharyas and the spiritual master if we deviate from this process we may fall down even though we may be very highly advanced this is the sum and substance of our spiritual advancement how much are we adherent to the process it is no more a question of whether the spiritual master is qualified or not shri prabhupada is the most qualified spiritual master that existed in the kali yuga now the only um, lack is in our adherence 
Why I am telling you this? Because the sharpening of the sword, by adhering to the instructions of the spiritual master, we can sharpen the sword. And this is the meaning of following or adhering to the instructions of the spiritual master. Again, we have to be very cautious in executing our spiritual duties by observing the rules and regulations and regularly chanting the Hare Krishna Mahamantra. If we neglect doing this, we will we will eventually fall down. It is assured, positively assured. Our fall down is positively assured if we, de- if we neglect doing this. We must rise early in the morning, bathe, at, bathe, attend Mangal Arati, worship the deities, chant the Hare Krishna Mantra, study the Vedic literatures and follow all the rules prescribed by the Acharyas and the spiritual master. If we deviate from this process, we may fall down even though we may be very highly advanced. We cannot say that, oh, I am now advanced, I don't need to follow Mangalarti and all this. No, no. now I don't need to chant. One of the gurus said like this, you know. He was not actually chanting. And now because of that, he has a speech impairment, he cannot even chant properly now. And he... He was not chanting. Actually, he came to Singapore also in 1990s. I was not here, but uh, senior devotees, you know, they saw him. So, whole day he would never chant. He's a guru. No? He would never chant. And maximum they saw him chanting one or two or at most three, three rounds. That's it. Not more than that at all. And one of the disciples, his disciples, his own disciples asked him this question. Um, Guru Maharaj, uh, many devotees are asking um, why they don't see you chanting. Um, wh- wh- I don't know, I know what answer should I give them. So he he so he the Guru Maharaj a- asked the disciple, what did you tell them? Um, Guru Maharaj, I don't know what to tell. So I said I will ask from I will ask Guru Maharaj and get back to you. I told them like that. And this Guru Maharaj said, you tell them that I have already, I am already liberated and I don't need to chant now. I am already at the stage where I, I don't need to chant anymore. Answer he is giving. I mean, where, okay, let's see what happens to a person who is really advanced. What happens to him? What is that? I mean, these people, without blink of an eye, they will tell these things. Without the slightest tremor in the lip, they will tell like this. Namagane Sadaruchihi. Madhya 23, dot 18 and 19. Chaitanya Charitamrita. Kshanti Kalatvam Viraktir Manashunyata this is very important verses actually, these two verses. When the seed of ecstatic emotion for Krishna fructifies, the following nine symptoms begin to manifest in one's behavior. The following nine symptoms manifest in one's behavior. What is that? Forgiveness. Concern that time should not be wasted. Detachment. Absence of false prestige. Hope 
eagerness a taste for chanting the holy name of the lord nama gane sada ruchihi you know kirtaniya sada harihi nama gane sada ruchihi satatam kirtayanto mam all this point to what always chanting you will have a taste for chanting if he is really advanced not that now he is so advanced that he has achieved the stage above chanting there is no stage above chanting the holy name yeah. then attachment to descriptions of the transcendental qualities of the lord and affection for those places where the lord resides that is a temple or a holy place like vrindavan these are called anubhava subordinate signs of ecstatic emotion they are visible in a person in whose heart the seed of love of god has begun to fructify these are the symptoms by which we can know a devotee is making advancement or not if he is always you know wasting time you know not doing service and not doing anything that means you know you know his advancement is very little must you know need, he needs a little bit pushing and actually the main thing is the knowledge if we hear regularly and understand the urgency of krishna consciousness it's urgent we have to understand the urgency of krishna consciousness and then we will automatically engage ourselves in service that's why we need to hear more and more uh, but also not just hear only put it into practice mm. so we cannot say that you know oh, we have reached the stage above chanting now that is rubbish so we have to do all these things then the we will get the strength that is that is when we will get spiritual strength not only hearing but also following all the things that we have heard simply getting the weapon of gyan is insufficient one must sharpen the weapon by serving the spiritual master and adhering to his instructions then the candidate will get the mercy of the supreme personality of godhead this is how we have to use our intelligence Hmm. then the candidate will get the mercy in general warfare sorry in general warfare one must take help from his chariot and horses in order to conquer his enemy and after conquering his enemies he may give up the chariot and its paraphernalia similarly as long as one has a human body one should fully utilize fully use it to obtain the highest perfection of life namely going back home back to godhead must fully utilize the perfection of knowledge is certainly to become transcendently situated brahma bhuta as the lord says in bhagavad gita brahma bhuta prasannatma nashochati nakankshati samasarveshu bhuteshu madbhaktim labhate param one who is transcendently situated at once realizes the supreme brahman and becomes fully joyful he never laments nor desires to have anything he is equally disposed toward all living entities in that state he attains pure devotional service simply by cultivating knowledge as the impersonalists do one cannot get out of the clutches of maya see <laughs> if we get knowledge from krishna and then we don't act on it it is like impersonalist because impersonalists they don't serve the lord <clears throat> so when we do not engage ourselves in service that that is like impersonalist that's why Uh, there was this conversation between shri prabhupada and this dr patel dr patel always you know will you know discuss and sometimes friendly debates with shri prabhupada and like that always you know trying to analyze the words of the scripture and you know try to understand them 
<clears throat> sometimes most of the time speculating his own ways but he was friendly and he was accepting what was what Prabhupada was saying but sometimes he would argue also so he was having this so um, sometimes he was saying at one point he was saying that you know um, because he thinks himself um, he was thinking of himself as a scholar scholarly person and he knows Sanskrit and all that compared to the American and European disciples of Prabhupada who were all full-time shaven heads sannyasis and brahmacharis and you know even Mataji is also full-time so they did not know as much Sanskrit and you know they did not know so many things but they were engaged in service and dedicated themselves to the service and pushing the movement whereas this person knows all Sanskrit and shlokas and this and that he can quote from the Bhagavad Gita and all that but um, he was not fully engaging in Krishna consciousness so sometimes he was putting the devotees down you know subtly that you know he knows more than the you know the American and I mean all the Prabhupada's disciples of course he had respect for Prabhupada that he knew but then um, his disciples he did not have that much of high regard for them I mean he appreciated them yes you know very good that they are surrendering but sometimes you know he thought he knew better you know because he knows shlokas he knows you know some knowledge and all that and Prabhupada once told him they are higher than you you although you know these things and all that you are just in the platform of appreciating Krishna which is Shantaras and they are actually fulfilling the orders of Krishna they are carrying out the orders of Krishna they are in Dasiras they are higher than you because they have actually come to the point of realizing it and actually putting it into practice whereas you you are just you know having this knowledge and then playing with it like a toy not really using it and you know surrendering to that process and engaging yourself in service therefore they are higher than you they have received what is that you know this is the actual uh, thing in knowledge bahunam janmanamante gyanavan maam prapadyate vasudeva sarvamiti samahatma sudurlabhah after many births and deaths, one who is actually in knowledge, Jnanavan, surrenders unto me, knowing me to be the cause of all causes and all that is. Such a great soul is very rare. They have surrendered. That means they have reached the conclusion of all knowledge. Whereas you, you so-called have, I mean, so-called knowledge, but you are not surrendering. You have not come to the stage that they have come to. They have already crossed your stage. They are surrendered. So you see how Prabhupada was telling him. This is the thing. We have to come to the point of Karishya Vachanam Tava. It's not that <laughs> Bhagavad Gita, Krishna and Arjuna were you know, discussing. Krishna was instructing Arjuna. And the whole conversation actually only lasted like one hour max. Sometimes Prabhupada said one hour, sometimes say half an hour. <laughs> In half an hour, one hour, he understood everything. Now we are already more than one hour. We are only discussing one verse, that two also not fully but Arjuna in one hour he understood the entire Bhagavad Gita finish and he came to the from the point of complete confusion he came to the point of complete clarity in one hour Karishya Vachanam Tava that is what Krishna wants to see are we prepared to execute when Arjuna said Karishya Vachanam Tava Bhagavad Gita stopped finish that's the end of Bhagavad Gita when Arjuna said Karishya Vachanam Tava that's it that was the end of Bhagavad Gita 18.73 
and the last five verses 74 75 and uh, all the way to 78 is sanjeev's you know saying that you know this is uh, such a uh, pious conversation and everything that's it sanjeev was just concluding in the five verses that's it arjuna's words of karishya vachanam tava is the, is the point to which krishna wanted him to come the whole bhagavad gita is was spoken by krishna to make arjuna surrender and engage and follow adhere to his instructions so therefore adhering to the instructions is the most important thing in spiritual life that is called abhideya the gyan the knowledge that we get is sambandha then abhideya means to execute on that to follow the process and then we will get prayojana the goal of life which is love of godhead one must attain the platform of bhakti simply by cultivating knowledge as the impersonalist do so that that shantaras is also by impersonalist sometimes it is also called shantaras but appreciating krishna that is also shantaras shantaras but we have to get to the dasyam dasyam gatanam paradaivatena dasyam we have to get to the dasyam until we come to come to that one cannot get out of the clutches of maya one must attain the platform of bhakti bhaktyamam abhijanati yavanyaschasmi tatvatah tatomam tatvato gyatva vishate tad anantaram one can understand the supreme personality as he is only by devotional service and one and when one is in full consciousness by the of the supreme lord by such devotion he can enter into the kingdom of god so one can be in full consciousness of the lord and one can fully know the lord only by devotional service unless one has attained the stage of devotional service and the mercy of the spiritual master and krishna there is a possibility that one may fall down and again accept a material body therefore krishna stresses in bhagavad gita janma karma ch me divyam evam yogati tatvatah tyaktva deham punarjanma naiti mame iti sorchana one who knows the transcendental nature of my appearance and activities does not upon leaving the body take his birth again in this material world but attains my eternal abode arjuna the word tatvatah mean meaning in reality is very important tato mam tatvato gyatva unless one understands krishna in truth by the mercy of the spiritual master one is not free to give up his material body as it is said aruhya krichrena param padam tatah patantya dho nadrat yushmadangraya 10232 of shrimad bhagavatam if one neglects to serve the lotus feet of krishna one cannot become free from the clutches material clutches simply by knowledge even if one attains the stage of brahma padam merging in brahman without bhakti he is prone to fall down one must be very careful in regard to the danger of falling down again into material bondage the only insurance is to come to the stage of bhakti from which one is sure not to fall then one is free from the activities of the material world in summary as stated by sri chaitanya mahaprabhu one must get in touch with a bona fide spiritual master coming in the parampara of krishna consciousness for by his mercy and instructions one is able to get strength from krishna thus one engages in devotional service and attains the ultimate goal of life the lotus feet of vishnu significant in this verse are the words gyanasim achyuta balaha gyanasim the sword of knowledge is given by krishna and when one serves the guru and krishna in order to hold the sword of krishna's instructions balaram gives one strength balaram is nityananda achyuta balaha means the strength derived from krishna but it also means achyuta means krishna balaha means balaram krishna and balaram so 
when one serves the Guru and Krishna in order, in order to hold the sword of Krishna's instructions, Balaram gives one strength. Balaram is Nityananda. Vrajendra Nandana Jai Sachisuta Hoilo Balaram Hoilo Nitai. This Bala, Balaram, comes with Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and both of them are so merciful that in this age of Kali, one may very easily take shelter of their lotus feet. You see how Srila Prabhupada is so nicely explaining here. Achyuta Bala means Krishna and Balaram who have descended as Gauranitai. Parama Karuna Pahudui Jana Nitai Gaura Chandra They are the most um, merciful personalities. Nobody more merciful than them. So we need to get strength from Nityananda Prabhu and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and the spiritual master by the way is the representative of Balaram. Balaram is the Adi Guru. The original Guru is Balaram and Nityananda is Balaram and the spiritual master is a representative of Balaram. That's why when we say all glories to Guru and Gauranga, sometimes people think you know it is from Prabhupada and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. No, Guru means Balaram, Nityananda Prabhu. Guru Gauranga means Nityananda Prabhu and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. That's why they say all glories to Jai Shri Shri Guru Gauranga. Guru Gauranga, Guru means Nityananda Prabhu it is referring to. Of course, the one spiritual master is a representative of Nityananda Prabhu. But when we say Guru Gauranga, it is Nityananda Prabhu that is being referred to. Who is the Balaram? Who is the original Guru? This Bala, Balaram, comes with Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and both of them are so merciful that in this age one may very easily take shelter of the lotus feet. They come especially de- to deliver the fallen souls of this age. Papi Tapi Jata Chilo Hariname Uddharilo Their weapon is Sankirtan. Hmm? Harinam. Thus, one should accept the sword of knowledge from Krishna and be strong with the mercy of Balaram. We are therefore worshipping Krishna Balaram in Vrindavan. In, in our uh, Prabhupada established Krishna Balaram deities in Vrindavan. Unique. No, There are so many Radha Krishna temples in Vrindavan. But he established Krishna Balaram Mandir. Uh, <clears throat> in the Mundaka Upanishad, 3rd Mandala, 2nd chapter, 4th verse, 3.2.4, it is said, Nayamatma Balahinena Labhyo Nacha Pramadat Tapaso Vapyalang Alingat Etairupaya Eriyatate Yastu Vedvams Tasyaisha Atma Vishate Brahmadhama One cannot attain the goal of life without the mercy of Balaram. Shri Narutam Das Thakur therefore says Nitayer Karuna Habe Vraje Radha Krishna Pabe when one receives the mercy of Balaram, Nityananda, one can attain the lotus feet of Radha and Krishna very easily. Shei Shambandha Nahijar Brithajanma Gelotar Vidya Kule Ki Kuribetar If one has no connection with Nitai, Balaram, then even though one is a very learned scholar or Jnani, or has taken birth in a very respectable family, these assets will not help him. We must therefore conquer the enemies of Krishna consciousness with the strength received from Balaram. See that? So this is how we will get the spiritual strength because today's topic, you know, in the translation, spiritual strength, that we will get from Balaram through his representative, the spiritual master, getting the knowledge and serving him his instructions adhering to them closely to the letter 
then we will get the strength. Otherwise, there is every chance of falling down, just like Bharat Maharaj. Let me remember that verse in the purport where Prabhupada says, he did not consult his spiritual master. I think it's 5, 8, 12, I think. Let's see. Hmm, not 5, 8, 12. Okay, let's see. <laughs> no, not this. Okay, maybe you can try to, if you can find it, Maybe it's put it in the comments. Actually, hmm. I do not know. I thought it was five dot eight dot twelve, but it is not. Let's try another search. Okay, this is a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, what is that? A detour. You see, I mean, while searching that, I just found, stumbled upon this. If one always follows the orders of the spiritual master, there is no question of falling down. As soon as a foolish disciple tries to overtake his spiritual master and becomes ambitious to occupy his force, his post, he immediately falls down. All glories to his Guru system. Okay. Um, let's see. Ah, here it is, 5.12.14, found it, it is in that same thing, wow, this is exactly what we are looking for, okay, if one always follows the orders of the spiritual master, there is no question of falling down, as soon as a foolish disciple tries to overtake his spiritual master and becomes ambitious to occupy his post, he immediately falls down, yasya prasadat bhagavat prasado, yasya aprasada nagati kutopi, if the spiritual master is considered an ordinary man, the disciple surely loses his chance to advance further. Despite a very rigid life in devotional service, Bharat Maharaj did not consult a spiritual master when he became overly attached to a deer. Consequently, he became strongly attached to the deer and forgetting his spiritual routine, he fell down. This is what I wanted to show. So very important. We have to consult a spiritual master. Always we should be in the, we should never do independently something. Hmm? Especially when we are, you know, even if we had, you see, despite a very rigid life, it is not easy to give up all the attachments and you know, the greatest king on the earth and then he, suddenly he just gave up everything and went to the forest. You, you know, how rigid, how strong detachment is that? But still he fell because he did not consult a spiritual master. This is how much we have to adhere to the spiritual master's instructions and always consult him. Always consult what did Sri Prabhupada say about this and you know how did he execute this. So we should always know how to navigate a situation by consulting the spiritual master. 
<coughs> so we will stop it here any questions or comments on this topic we will take the questions if there are any okay we have a few questions first question by Bhakta Virendra is Diksha Guru the super soul present outside who spiritually guides a seeker in Krishna consciousness? So, is Diksha Guru equated to Paramatma within the heart? Yeah. So, I think there is a verse like that. Hmm. This is in the Chaitanya Charitamaritam. Of course, the spiritual master is external manifestation of the Paramatma. This, I wanted to find the exact verse that says that in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Okay, here also it is mentioned here, 428.52 purport. One who is sincere and pure gets an opportunity to consult with the Supreme Personality of Godhead in his Paramatma feature sitting within everyone's heart. The Paramatma is always the Chaitya Guru, the spiritual master within and he comes before one externally as the instructor and initiator, initiator spiritual master. See that? So now, let's see the actual verse. So your, answer, your question is already answered there. Ah. Just trying to find a verse. Okay, we might find it somewhere here. Yes. See this? We found it. One Adilila, Chaitanya Charitamrita, Adilila, Chapter 1, Text 47. Shiksha Guru Keta Jani Krishner Swarup, Antaryami Bhakta Shreshta E Duirup. One should know the instructing spiritual master to be the personality of Krishna. Lord Krishna manifests himself as the super soul and as the greatest devotee of the Lord. That is the full explanation is there. You can go and read this Adilila 1.47. And uh, of course, this verse from 11.29.6 of Srimad Bhagavatam is also quoted here. Naiva payanta pachitim ka vayasta vesha brahma yushapi kritamridha mudasmarantaha yontar bahista nubhritam ashubham vidhunman acharya chaitya vapushasma gatim vyanakti. Oh my Lord, transcendental poets and experts in spiritual science could not fully express their indebtedness to you even if they were endowed with the prolonged lifetime of Brahma. For you appear in two features, externally as the Acharya and internally as a super soul to deliver the embodied living being by directing him how to come to you. Alright, there we have it. So next question by Bhaktivedendra. After many births, only few become a devotee of Krishna and progresses in Krishna Bhakti as compared to others such as atheists, karmis, yogis, jnanis and it is only... 
Bhakti enables a devotee to attain spiritual world. Yes, so we have already seen the 18.55 that only with Bhakti we can attain the spiritual world. Then no other process can get us to the Vaikuntha. Bhaktyamamabhijanati yavanyas chasmitatvataha tatomam tatvatognyatva vishatetad anantaram 18.55 of Bhagavad Gita. One can understand me as I am, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, only by devotional service. And when one is in full consciousness of me by such devotion, he can attain to the kingdom of God. Otherwise, they cannot attain. And after many births, yes, only very few become actually. That is also stated, very rare. 7.3 of Bhagavad Gita. Manushyanam sahasreshu kaschityatatisiddhaye yatatamapisiddhanam kaschin vetti out of many thousands among men, one may endeavor for perfection and of those who have achieved perfection, hardly one knows me in truth. And unless we know him in truth, Janma karma chime divyam evam yovati tattva deham punar janmanayati maamayati sorjuna. Unless we know him in truth, we cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Similar verses also in the Srimad Bhagavatam 6.14.5 Sudurlabha Prashantatma Kotishwapi Mahamune. O great sage, among many millions who are liberated and perfect in knowledge of liberation, one may be a devotee of Lord Narayana or Krishna. Such devotees who are fully peaceful are extremely rare. They are rare even among the Mahamunis, the great sages. Even among the great sages, a pure devotee of Krishna is very, very rare. What to speak of? The Karmis and everybody else. <coughs> Next question again by Bhaktavirendra. He is the only person asking questions actually. Real love is in spiritual world and its perverted reflection lust exists in the material world. It is only through bhakti by taking shelter of Krishna can one attain love of Godhead which is real love and get rid of material lust. Yes, so that is exactly what we learned today. Bhaktavirendra again next question. If one is staying far from temple and one spiritual master then how can one serve spiritual master? First of all, we can always follow our daily routine, first thing, our sadhana, chanting, uh, I mean, Mangala, waking up in early in the morning, Mangalarati, uh, chanting and reading his books, taking Krishna Prasadam, these have to be constant. Grastas are not exempted from Mangalarati. No, they have to do it in their home. If they cannot come to the temple, they have to do it at home. There is no exemption. In fact, they must be more serious because there is more chance of sleeping and not waking up. So, we have to do it at home and nowadays, thanks to the internet, we have some solutions for far away devotees like these live streams that are happening and also there are some services that you can do from far like over the, I mean with the computer we can do, you know, like some devotees are editing our videos, you know, every day we have those wisdom bites that we have started again, we stop that because I was editing all of them and I did not have time to edit everything and do other things as well. So um, now there are devotees who are residing, you know, one is in Singapore and one is in India. You know, so many thousands of kilometers away, they are editing the videos. So you may say, I don't know how to edit the videos, but then you can, you can do other things, you know, so many other things like translate our news to regional languages and spread this news, you know, in our ISKM news in your own language. We have that service also and even our videos, our Ritwik video, our 
uh, what is that our IA77 it can be translated to other languages so this service is there and um, you know eventually that is in the beginning and then eventually you have to start your own preaching center and you know start having programs and start a temple we have to get to that mood of starting up you know services and you know if nobody is there then we go to somewhere where we can be trained and get trained and start a temple of course without training it's difficult to start a temple so it is it is necessary to be trained in a temple actually so you can do that and you are asking this from uh, i think pune so you can visit our uh, puducherry temple maybe after the lockdown and then you can uh, become trained up there but otherwise those who are away from the devotees you know try ask the, ask the devotees i mean i'm just giving a few examples but there are so many other services that can so many services that can be done um, i have a whole list of services so first thing this knowledge must be spread also i mean one thing i will ask you i mean i'll request all of you now these lectures are going on and we have about how many let's see um 30 people on the on the session now 31 so you can actually if you if you put a little a little bit effort just by clicking the share button you can share this the notifications that we you know give out prior to the class and even after the class is finished you can share this video to others you know to your relatives your friends you know all other devotees that you know even if they be in iskon or whatever you can just share with them and the wisdom bites which are short which is easily consumable why we are making this wisdom bite those sh- short uh, snippets from these classes because those you know people may not be willing to watch an entire hour or two or sometimes some our classes go 3 hours and even more sometimes so sometimes people may not be inclined to some people are yes they want that long videos they like them but you know many people have you know they can't sit down for that long for various reasons so they can get these wisdom bites at least share those you know of course prabhupad books and everything quotes from prabhupad books that's good but even share these videos at why because we are of course giving nothing else but prabhupad's words and they can know iskm through this and you know more and more people come to know iskm then we have we will have more and more people and if we have more and more people then there is a good chance of there being more people in your area and once we have those clusters of devotees everywhere then we can actually start something physically brick and mortar temple you know rent a place okay we have now um you know maybe five devotees may maybe say in pune in your place or thane you said thane sorry so in thane maybe five devotees who are agreeing to this prabhupad as being the sole diksha guru and you know they are following the live videos and something like that and then now all of you can come together and start something so but we will not have those clusters now now how it is is that we have devotees spread across i mean different parts of the world and one to one to here and there and then it's very difficult to get something going but with this online thing online outreach that we are having what we can do effectively is that we can reach out to more people and as we have more and more people coming on board and you know accepting our path then we will actually have possibility of physical interactions a good example um in in uh, bengal the devotees are spreading this i77 and you know meeting new people and they're making so many contacts with iskon devotees and they agree to this yes actually wow this is so nice 
and in fact we have another example somagiri prabhu who is in hungary all alone i mean of course ishwar krishna prabhu is also there but of course they they stay also far apart so they can't have regular and due to this lockdown also it has been very much uh, stunted but then due to this internet he contacted one other uh, devotee who is in um, uk but who is a hungarian and then like that they both connected and now he is also i think he is maybe is on this class now i don't know so and he has been watching our videos and everything and he was also very much cooperative and this way we need to there are souls out there who are you know waiting for you know the truth but so we have to reach out and give them uh, so just by now here we are sitting and you know trying to do these classes but for you it is even more simpler you just have to sh- press the share button and you can share the entire thing with somebody else just that one that few clicks you know that you can do you can spread this message so that is a very valuable service at, especially at this point of time when we can't do anything physically with this lockdowns and all this virus in place this is the perfect time you know that we can spread this knowledge so you know get into this um you know mood of you know like expanding isk we need to expand this movement uh, we need to reach out we need to reach out that's what we need to do that's a very very big service i'm telling you recently there was one of the iskon devotees he said in 20 years rithvik will be finished he said this sitting on the vyasasan and it was a public video and he said in 20 years rithvik rithvik will be finished i am telling this is now in my heart it's like it's, it's like this is etched in my heart in 20 years by 2040 only shri prabhupada should be known as the soul diksha guru of iskon that should be our motto by 2040 everything should be overturned shri prabhupada should be the should be known as the founder acharya and the soul diksha guru of iskon that should be our mission and to achieve that oh there's so much work to be done and it's not oh 20 years and still have time no 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 we don't have time at all we need to start now and that's why we are doing this every day hmm that's why we need to you are all listening to this very nice but now next step get into the action of you know actually getting into putting it into action and spreading this message and even if it's not iskon devotees if you don't know so many iskon devotees or something you can just share with your friends your relatives whether they like it or not just share it if they explicitly tell you that they don't like it okay then don't share it until then you just share it so what whether they appreciate it or not just share it we never know who will appreciate and who will not and what will strike them we never know we just have to put it out there and then the serendipity happens and then you know we will get to meet you know people whom we never expected to meet before how did we spread this you know when we started that is 77 that and then the video the rithvik video it just went in the internet and then people started contacting us is this that's how it is i mean we have to take advantage of this whole thing so that's a very big service you can do even while sitting mm-hmm. afar so you contact the devotees you contact us and we will give you a lot of service you know more than enough service you know our manpower is always not enough there is infinite service as long as even a single soul is not krishna conscious in this world there is service to be done um bhakta virendra again next question there are many rules and regulations to establish deity worship at home and then regularly observe deity worship properly so shri prabhupada has prescribed chanting of hari krishna 
Mahamantra for everyone as Yuga Dharma for those who cannot follow deity worship. It's not like this. Harinam is so powerful that it's, there is, uh, it does not require any deity worship or any other thing. But because of our conditioned nature, deity worship is also very important. We need that to regularize, regularize our um, schedule. Because if there was, if, suppose, what is Mangalarati? You need to have deities, right? Or at least pictures or something like that, an altar. Harinam, like Haridas Thakur, he did not have an altar. He just had a Tulsi plant in, out in his courtyard and in front of the Tulsi plant he just chanted. And that's it. There's no deities. When, when you say Arati, that is deity worship. So, even if it's for the photos or something, it is deity worship. So, Archana. So, Mangala Arati. So, these are, if there is no Mangala Arati, nobody would wake up. What is the reason to wake up? Hmm. So, there has to be these things that have to be set in place. And when one dresses the deities and all that, of course, in the temple it is more even um, possible. At home, keep it simple. Don't elaborate, don't, don't do very elaborate deity worship at home. You can't be able to manage. Just do very simple hmm? and then chant and read. Make more time for that. And then do simple deity worship. And even Mangal Arati is considered deity worship. Even if nobody is around, you are just singing the uh, Arati to your deities. That you know that that is itself um, deity worship. Waking up and you know greeting the deities and that is itself is deity worship. So if you do too elaborate in a, at home, sometimes you cannot manage. And when you have to do, you know, come to the temple and you say, oh, I have my deities at home. I need to serve them. That is that is not allowed, Prabhupada. When Prabhupada uh, heard these excuses from devotees that, no, no, you know, I, I have my Krishna at home, I need to serve him, you know, today is Janmashtami, I need to do something for him. Prabhupada did not like that at all. Janmashtami means at the temple. Come and do service in the temple. That Krishna and this Krishna is the same, right? So, what, you know, when you are serving here, what is the, uh, how Krishna is not served there? But the main thing is, you are engaging Krishna service and more importantly, you are associating with devotees. Where my devotees are, there I am. That's why even though one has deities in the home, when there is service in the temple, he has to come to the temple and do service in the association of devotees. And that association of devotees is the real thing. Krishna says, I am there where my devotees are there. So we have to give that a priority. Therefore, we have to minimize and very simple deity worship at home. But then, chanting. Both must go on. Deity worship, Bhagavat Marga and Pancharatriki Marga, both must go on. Hmm. It's not that replacement one for the other, no. Both must go on. Chanting must go on and deity worship also must go on. Next, um, question by Krishna Smaranam Prabhu. Why did you say that Srila Prabhupada is the greatest spiritual master in this present time? Hmm. Well, I mean, can I even start anywhere? Because <clears throat> what Shri Prabhupada has achieved, I mean, spread the holy name of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu everywhere, all throughout the world. Unprecedented. I mean, even Jesus Christ, he came 2000 years ago and he preached a rudimentary form of religion. But what Shri Prabhupada gave is the highest, like Radha Krishna worship which is the highest of all religious systems and even in that Vipralambha Seva which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has brought that highest 
um, mellow of devotional service was spread by Srila Prabhupada to the whole world. Unprecedented, unprecedented, absolutely. And the amount of book distribution that is going on, unprecedented. Everything that he did is unprecedented. What Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, he actually fulfilled. Uh, he is, uh, that's why the greatest spiritual master that ever lived this planet, especially in Kali Yuga. So, you know, the amount of, we can't even, actually we don't even know who Srila Prabhupada is, you know, to be very honest. We don't even know how powerful he is. <clears throat> he must be so empowered. I mean, we don't even know how exalted Srila Prabhupada is. We, we know Srila Prabhupada is exalted, but we actually we do not even know how exalted he is. To do what he has done, I mean, it's not possible even in the wildest of imaginations. Not possible. I mean, even many Vaishnavas did not have faith in those words of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, which he said, Prithivita Achyata Nagradigram, Sarvatta Prachar Hoibamoranam. But he made that possible. And he gave others faith in those statements of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He gave a renewed vigor and faith in the words of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and the authenticity of his movement. So, I'm not even qualified to start anywhere the glorification of Srila Prabhupada. His greatness is just beyond any words. We can just be grateful and only by His own mercy we can understand His greatness. And definitely I do not, I am not a qualified recipient of His mercy. Although He has, He's already giving us the mercy, you know, we need to adhere, to adhere to His instructions. And as much as we adhere, He will actually reveal who He really is, you know. So, I am not even qualified to speak about Him. And, you know, that much, I mean, there is no... <laughs> I don't know how to even describe how great he is. I mean, where else? Where else did we have? Even yes, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came. Even then, the world, you know, was so much in darkness. Just after his disappearance. But now you see Prabhupada, what he has done. He has, you know, he himself said for the next 10,000 years, the golden age of Kali Yuga, you know, his books will be the law books of mankind. It is, it is going to come to that stage now. His books will be the law books for mankind. We should have faith in those words as well. Just like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu when he said, My name will be chanted in every town and village. We just, I mean, the, the, the Vaishnavas, they were thinking it was just like a figurative way of saying, not really a, a literal way of saying it. But then Prabhupada proved that, no, that's literally what he meant. Similarly, when Prabhupada says, that my books will be the law books for mankind for the next 10,000 years. When he said law books for mankind, that means this is going to go to a very, very big level. And we have to have faith in that words. And we have to serve him and work towards towards that direction. We can't just be happy, you know, sitting in this live stream of 30 people and yay, we are discussing about Krishna, you know. No. We have to um, go out and make this available to the entire world. The entire world must accept Prabhupada's books as the law books for mankind. These have to... I mean, we're talking about reality Reality here. We're talking about these books becoming the constitutions of governments. And we're talking about that. So, then there will be perfect peace all over the world. We're talking about that level of execution. 
of what he said. So we have, we cannot rest at any time thinking that, ah, I've done enough, enough service. No, we cannot rest at all. <laughs> By Prabhupada's mercy, we have so much service that our lives are not enough. Our lives are not enough to do that service. So we can just execute his orders, that's all. And we have to do it. Actually, Prabhupada said, Krishna can give us the whole world in 18 days, but are we ready? You know, that's what, he quoted this in the context of the Mahabharat war, you know. In that, that war, in the Kurukshetra, 18 days, it, it, the war went on. And before the start of the war, the Pandavas had zero. Duryodhana said, I will not give them a land on which they can put the tip of a needle even. Zero, absolute zero. Do what they want, you know, get out. That was his. So, they had zero and 18 days later, they had the entire world. So, in 18 days, Krishna gave them the entire world. Then Prabhupada said this, He can give us the entire world in 18 days, but are we ready to handle that glory? So, He will not give us, (laughs) I mean, He gave us a little bit and (laughs) they screwed it up. The movement, I mean, there was already a perfect, solid foundation that Prabhupada left. He had already spread it across all the six continents and it, it became a household word and then they screwed it up. So, indefinitely, we were not ready. And we have to become ready now. And we have, how we become ready? What, what, what? Ready means what? Just, you know, ready, set, get, set, go. No. Ready means our sadhana has to be on point. Our adherence to Prabhupada's books has to be on point. Everything has to be on point. And then, yes, we will get the strength, Achyuta Bala, by Krishna and Balram, and Gaurnitai. We can get the strength to push the, and of course, through the agency of Prabhupada. Without Prabhupada, we don't even have access to Gaurnitai or Radha Krishna or anybody. Predecessor Acharya is nobody. Through Prabhupada, of course. Then we will get the strength to engage in the service and by Shri Prabhupada's glory, the movement will spread. So, we have to get to that. Bhakta Virendra, next question. Do you feel all Guru's spiritual masters are fallen in ISKCON at present? There is not a single genuine Guru left in ISKCON according to you? Not according to me. <laughs> don't say me. Uh, don't put words in my mouth. But this is what the Shastra is saying. I mean, I mean, let's, I don't want to say me. You know, Who am I? Um, what is that? Asara. see here also is a sara asara real and not real you know sara asara okay now this word is again used later on here so in the purport of adilila chaitanya charitamrita 12.8 we have, um, where is that? Where was it? Ah, oh, yeah. You see? Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur at the time of his departure requested all his disciples to form a governing body and conduct missionary activities cooperatively. 
he did not instruct a particular man to become the next acharya but just after his passing away his leading secretaries made plans without authority to occupy the post of acharya and they split into two factions over who the next acharya would be consequently both factions were asara or useless because they had no authority having disobeyed the order of the spiritual master that's all that's what i want to say prabhupada's words so if we disobey the order of the spiritual master then we are asara useless all whatever good everybody fallen as soon as we disobey the order of the spiritual master we fallen that's it it may manifest sooner or later the fall downs in different ways sometimes it is yeah sexual misconduct unfortunately that is the only thing that is counted as a fall down in iskon but even mayavadi philosophy which is coming way making you know deep inroads into iskon that is a huge fall down mayavadi and that is actually happening in in big ways in in iskon nowadays so and i mean so many things are going on actually if you want to list there are so many things so these are all signs of fall down but you know it gradually or you know actually we will make two couple of videos i'm going to make soon then you will know how this mayavadism has infiltrated is gone very deeply anyway that's another thing but yeah fallen all fallen all fallen with that strength of prabhupada's words here yes all fallen not according to me uh next question by krishna smaranam prabhu bharat maharaj was conscious even though he was in the body of a deer what gave him that opportunity so neha vikram nashosti pratyavayo navadyate svalpam apyasya dharma ధర్మస్థాయి and because he was bharat maharaj who was already on the platform of you know almost bhava you know there is all stages of devotional service aadho shraddha tato sadhu sangha atha bhajana kriya anartha nivritti nishtha ruchi asakti bhava then prema he was on the bhava level almost at that from that stage he fell down um therefore it looked took him three lives we are maybe even anartha nivritti has not properly happened and if we fall down it will take us more so it is it is not like one is absolutely a loser but it will take much longer for him to become successful in the terms of krishna consciousness so and when we say longer it's not just like a few years you know no many lifetimes that can be hundreds of thousands of lifetimes so why to run the risk so because he was fortunate just like ajamil he was fortunate to get it in the very lifetime itself because <laughs> it's quite kind of you know how powerful the holy name is you see ajamil was uh, a devotee in his younger days uh, under his guidance of his father and all that but then he fell and the whole life he was like complete nonsense and at the last point of his life he chanted the name of narayana indicating his son but then at that point he remembered the narayana which he whom he worshiped when he was a young man and that purified him so much that in this very life you know vishnu dutas and yama dutas came and they had this had this conversation and then both disappeared and then he got a second chance and then he went to haridwar and then made his life successful and went to vaikuntha in the same body so he got it in the same life whereas 
the, the, the advantage that Ajamil had was he chanted the name of Narayan. In the case of Bharat, his whole life was Krishna conscious, of course as a king, but then he gave up and a little inattention. Whereas Ajamil, huge inattention, like entire life was gone, off track. <clears throat> Whereas Bharat Maharaj, just a little inattention. And at the end, he did not chant the name of Krishna. And therefore he became a deer and then it took him three lives to get back. Two more lives, I mean. So, but in Ajamil's case, very same life, the power of the holy name, because he chanted, despite his prolonged deviation from the path of devotional service. Whereas here, even little, little bit deviation, but then he did not chant, you know, two lives, two more lives, three lives. So, but still, because he, you know, he did something, that's why it is said, in the Varaha Puran. What is that? Yadivatadi doshena madbhakto nachamam smaret aham smarami madbhakto nayami paramagatim. If my devotee at the end of his life somehow does not remember me, I will remember him and take him back. So, how does he take him back? It can be right then or like this, you know, two more lives that Bharat Maharaj did. How did he get the chance? When he became a deer, how did he remember? Unless the Paramatma made him remember. It is, it is Krishna's mercy, right? So, because Krishna did not forget what Bharat Maharaj did his whole life. Bharat Maharaj himself forgot. He completely forgot everything about spiritual. We have seen, right? 5.8.8. He, you know, Poshana, Palana, Lalana, Prinana, Anudhyanena. All these things he did, you know, he was getting so much attached to the deer. And then he forgot completely everything spiritual life. But Krishna was so merciful that he did not forget him. And he made him remember. Look how foolish you are. And he remember. And then the, the repentance happened. Vasitam namami. That is in the repentant heart, the Supreme Personality of Godhead will manifest. You see here. Yastvatrabadha iva karma bheravrita atma bhutendriyashaya mayim avalambya mayam aste vishuddham avikara makhanda bodham atapyamana hridaye vasitam namami. The baby in the womb of the mother is praying. I, the pure soul, appearing now bound by my activities, am lying in the womb of my mother by the arrangement of Maya. I offer my respectful obeisances unto him who is also here with me, but who is unaffected and changeless. That means the Lord. He is unlimited, but he is perceived in the repentant heart. To him I offer my respectful obeisances. So he, Krishna, by reminding him of his previous life's activities, caused that repentance in his heart. So that is the key thing. We have to repent our previous actions. And then we deep repent. We should never think ourselves a great devotee, this, that. No, we should always repent. What nonsense, what rubbish I am. But Krishna is so merciful, Prabhupada is so merciful that even such a rubbish, nonsense, utter worm in the stool, he picked up. I mean, how merciful he is. So we should always give that credit to spiritual master and Krishna. Never to our own so-called achievements in you know, devotional service. It is only by their mercy that we are doing anything in Krishna consciousness. So, he, he wanted to awaken that extreme repentance. He could have given him even a human body, right? But no, he gave him an animal body to make that repentance even stronger. 
you know you have to regret it so bad you have to want it so bad that then yes <laughs> when you want it that bad then krishna will make arrangement so because we have to become greedy about it he was not greedy enough how can if one is greedy about something he will just go for it and he will leave every other consideration and go for it like money people are greedy for money and they will go for it leave every they will even do bank robberies or whatever to get that money that is greed they forego all laws and everything else and that's how we have to become greedy for krishna but he was not greedy enough he was you know he was getting affectionate to this dear so he wanted to make him greedy for it he wanted to make him feel it feel so bad for it that yes then he will never make that mistake again so by putting us in those distressful conditions it is the extreme mercy of krishna because then we will really come to proper perspective so he wants to give that perspective to us um greed yeah kriyatam rasa yeah this is chaitanya charitamrita mandhilila 8.70 कृष्णभक्तिरसभाते क्रीयताभ्यते तौल्यम अल्यमेकल जन्मकोटिशुकृतेन लोर डिवोशनल सर्विस इन कृष्ण कॉन्शियस कैन नॉट बी हेड इवन बाय पायस एक्टिविटी इन हंड्रेड्स एंड थाउजेंड्स ऑफ लाइफ इट कैन बी अटेंड ओनली बाय पेइंग वन प्राइस दैट इज इंटेन्स ग्रीड टू ऑबटेन इट इफ इट इज अवेलेबल समवेयर वन मस्ट परचेज इट विदउट डिले इट इट वॉज नॉट अवेलेबल फॉर हिम so krishna made it available for him by giving him an animal body and make him remember then he will absolutely become so intensely greedy for it the next life even though he was the most intelligent planet a man on the planet he acted like a dumb fool jadabharat he had no interest whatsoever in showing off his scholarship his greatness nothing he remained a dumb fool and his brothers and sisters were making fun of him he never bothered any of that because he was so greedy and fixed ekena what tasmad ekena manasa what is that vyavasayatmaka buddhi ekeha kurunandana maam ekam sharanam vraja bhaktyaham ekaya agrahya so this ekaya that that kechit kevalaya bhaktya this all these words prove to the same thing unalloyed exclusive devotion to krishna nothing else that is what krishna wants and he will make us come to that point even if that means we are brought to our knees he will do that so better we understand it now and then you know with all earnestness and with full sincere feeling we do it without waiting for krishna to give us that tight slap or the kick in our face but even if krishna kicks in our face that's always merciful is just now or later sooner or later we have to go to krishna right it's either now or after millions of years we have to go to krishna that's our destination we just belong there whether we like it or not we belong there so we have to go to him it's just time and that time depends on our greed for krishna and if we are fortunate if we have taken some steps towards it krishna will you know will not forget those steps and you know just like that verse you know even if my my devotee commits you know that verse 
very beautiful verse actually antya 1.108 that is that is exactly what this is all about you see this bhratyasya pashyati guru na pinaparadhan sevam managapikritam bahudhabhyupaiti aviskaroti pishuneshva pinabhyasuyam shilena nirmalamatihi purushottamoyam the supreme personality of godhead who is known as purushottam the greatest of all persons has a pure mind he is so gentle that even if his servant is implicated in a great offense bharat maharaj was implicated in an offense of neglecting krishna he does not take it very seriously indeed if his servants render some small service the lord accepts it as being very great even if an envious person blasphemes the lord the lord never manifests anger against him such are his great qualities so he will eventually have you know deliver that person next question by kunal jaiswal um how much time daily such spend time reading bhagavad gita uh, sorry so reading bhagavat considered he is bounded by daily work okay i think i get your question how much time should we spend reading bhagavat considering that we are bound by work and all that so what you can do <clears throat> you can go to um i mean you can spend spend at least 15 minutes to start with 15 to 20 minutes a day we have to actually come to a point of 1 hour but you start reading 15 to 20 minutes a day at least start with something better than zero then slowly work your way up 30 minutes 40 minutes 50 minutes 1 hour at least 1 hour apart from that now that you are listening to the class this is also considered hearing and you can also do one thing when you're commuting you can also hear prabhupada's lectures you know you can go to prabhupadavani.org all the prabhupada's lectures are there conversations everything you can listen to that or if you want to chant you can chant at the time sometimes when you're doing something doesn't require much brain work maybe daily daily chores or something you can just put prabhupada lectures and then go about doing your things and you know like that you can do or sometimes if you're taking a walk if you already finished your rounds then you can do like that other times of course you must finish your 16 rounds <laughs> that also is to be done so waking up a little, little early waking up and then sleeping a little early so that we can manage the whole thing and minimize other things we actually if we if we observe our time so much that time we waste so much time you just analyze your time and keep a record and log of what you're doing every minute we actually waste a lot of time sometimes in talking unnecessarily some gossip with colleagues or stuff or sometimes waiting and doing nothing and you know browsing some you know social media or chatting away with a friend which not really necessary you know so many things we get you know distracted with so many things actually if we can minimize all the, all those distractions we actually will save a lot of time for krishna conscious activities 16 rounds is doable for anybody that is sure that is for sure 16 rounds is possible for anybody whether one is working or whatever is just he has to know how to manage his time manage his priorities and he has to be extremely ruthless with you know other other distractions and cut them out you know not necessary i mean it's not going to take us anywhere so that's how we must be serious all right then we have come to the end of the session thank you all very very much for your participation in this
Thank you very much for your participation and for coming on. People have left a lot of comments. Okay, one of you is uh, hearing from ISKCON, listening to ISKCON lectures and all that. Well, the <laughs> um, main thing is, you know, sometimes they will incorporate their own Guru philosophy also inside this, uh, in, uh, imperceptibly. Unless you are very alert, you cannot even notice it. So, that's why we recommend, we recommend that we don't listen to ISKCON devotees lectures at this point of time because they are pulling us into a system where Srila Prabhupada is not accepted as the sole Diksha Guru of the movement. So that is why even though sometimes you know they may um, quote and you know there is you know uh, kathas going on but then eventually they are bringing I mean they are quoting from Prabhupada books and everything but then we have to take shelter of a guru who is not Prabhupada. And that is cheating. They are making use of Prabhupada's all knowledge and then getting to a point where you have to take initiation from a person who is not Shri Prabhupada. You must take. That's what Prabhupada wanted. But they are deliberately going against that instruction. That's why I highly recommend at this point of time when they have not changed into Ritvik system. It is because you know what will happen when we hear, listen to them. Even though, yes, they may quote from Prabhupada's books and you know, like that. We will develop this attachment for them. And they will also give information, subtly introducing the Guru concept. You know, very, you know because you get, you get attached to that person and then whatever that person says you will do and that person will recommend you a Guru and then you will go to that Guru. And this is why it is so dangerous at this point when we are fragile in our, in our faith, in our advancement. We need to associate with devotees who are strictly following the instructions of Srila Prabhupada. Otherwise, you won't be able to make the difference. When, you know, the, when there is a tangent to a circle, you know the tangent happens in the beginning, the path of the straight line and the path of the circle, it's very, very, very small displacement. You all, hardly will notice any difference. It looks like the same but then slightly it increases. Slightly it increases. And before you even know it, you are completely on the other side and not even going here. So that's how it will happen. So imperceptibly, tangential, that, that imperceptible, you know, drifting apart from the instructions of Prabhupada happens when we listen to them. That's why um, it is essential that we need to hear the knowledge from the persons who are following Srila Prabhupada. That's why I, this is my strong suggestion that um, not to hear to lectures where eventually that whole system that they are coming from will take you to an unbonafide spiritual master. It's very, very dangerous. It is basically playing with our own spiritual life that way. And we are playing, you know, we can't take such risks. We can't. So that's why uh, we have been offering these live streams because um, we knew, I mean, there are so many temples and all over the world, they're trying to have all these kathas in a lockdown. But then, the ultimate aim 
you know they have to surrender to a conditioned soul which is so unfortunate so this is why we have offered this you know sometimes our throat hurts while speaking but we thought this should be done every day because you know we have to come to the point where you know people will have access to knowledge from the proper source i'm i'm not saying i am the proper source but at least we are following shri prabhupada's instructions to the letter especially with the initiation and the entire problem in iskon is happening because of um lack of i mean not following that instruction and it's such an important instruction and they have completely deliberately gone against it and if you're not aware of what we're talking about um jyoti mataji who is sitting here then please watch our uh, playlist of this ritvik webinars maybe our um, moderator can put that link up here you know uh, who is um, i mean those links that you know that ritvik system so please go through that and then you will know more about this what we are saying all right so uh, with that i would uh, take leave thank you very much thank you very much bhagavad gita ki jai shri prabhupad ki jai anant gori vaishnavrind ki jai intai gaur premanand hari hari actually just before we go just before we go just before we go <clears throat> i need to show this why i'm saying like this you know 32917 you see this friendship should be cemented between persons with mutual interests and understanding such persons are said to be swajati of the same caste the devotee should avoid a person whose character is not fixed in the standard understanding even though he may be a vaishnava or a devotee of krishna if his character is not correctly representative then he should be avoided one should steadily control the senses and the mind and strictly follow the rules and regulations and he sh- he should make friendship with persons of the same standard you see even though he may be a vaishnava if his character is not correctly representative so they are not correctly representing shri prabhupada therefore we should avoid for our own i mean we offer them respects from a distance but then because they are doing this offense you know we can't associate with them intimately at all and associating intimately means taking knowledge from them this is all intimate because guhyam akhyati prichati in the nectar of instruction fourth verse intimate association is described as dadati pratigrahanati guhyamakhyati prichati bhungte bhojayate chaiva sharvidham preeti lakshanam so this is preeti lakshanam this is uh, symptoms of love or intimacy shared by one devotee and another that they offer and receive gifts they exchange gifts and they you know explain knowledge to others and receive knowledge and then uh, offer prasadam and receive prasadam so in this way the loving relationships between between devotees are cultivated so if these relationships are cultivated with people who are not correct, correctly representative then it will be damaging because we will be eventually drawn towards that like for example bhishma dev he was mahajan he was 12 of the one of the 12 greatest devotees in the universe but then he was in the wrong side and therefore you know he was punished uh, he he had to be killed because of that and when his body you know was pierced by all those arrows and then when he was lying down on the bed of arrows when all the b- blood drained out from his body he said 
after the war was over then he said actually he spoke about so much about religious principles and before he started speaking he said now that my the blood which was formed in my body due to eating food offered by duryodhan is gone from my body now i am qualified to speak on religious principles then he spoke about religious principles so much hmm. so if we have intimate associations with people who are not correctly representative it will imperceptibly slowly damage our even though we are you know even though you see even though he may be a vaishnav if his character is not correctly represented and another verse is there 11.20.9 purport oh there is this verse from vishnu dharmotra krishna is saying this shruti smriti mam aivagne yaste ullanghya vartate agnya chedi mam advveshi madbhakto pina vaishnavah the shruti and smriti literatures are to be understood as my injunctions and one who violates such codes is to be understood as violating my will and thus opposing me so the smriti literatures smriti literatures are given by great sages so shri prabhupad's order is also smriti his julana letter is also smriti his will is also smriti you have to execute that so if you see those documents it is very clear what prabhupad wanted he wanted the ritvik system but they are violating such codes are to be understood as my injunctions so whatever prabhupad says is krishna's injunctions and one who violates such codes is to be understood as violating my will krishna's will and thus opposing me although such a person may claim to be my devotee he may claim to be his devotee but he is not actually a vaishnava so this is what we want to say mm. it's very important to understand these things these nuances otherwise we are we are walking a dangerous path all right thank you very much भगवद गीता की जय श्री प्रभुपाद की जय अनंत कोटि वैष्णव वृंद की जय नेताय गौर प्रेमानंद हरे हरि बोल हरे कृष्णा